This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution. That will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. It's time for Barreled Up by Ball Cap Sports. Here's your, here's your, here's your host, Jim Wiley. Let's get going. Again, welcome in everybody that is watching on YouTube, listening on the podcast. Let's start out with the number 30 team. We're going to move quick through this back half. We'll spend some more time on some of the more serious teams. But the Oakland Athletics are going to kick us off at the number 30 spot. Oakland did take two out of three from the Detroit Tigers then swept by the Boston Red Sox altogether a 2 and 4 week for Oakland they're now 25 and 67 last in the west and just not going to be moving anywhere okay i'm already seeing one issue that we got to move bear with me those of you that are live i am noticing that something is in the way of something else and i have to fix that or we're going to have trouble all stream long. So I'm going to fix that real quick. Make sure that the team logos are where they need to be in our whole situation. There we go. So now we can put Oakland in at the number 30 spot. They stay right where they were last week. Number 29 last week was the Kansas City Royals. They are going to remain 29 this week. They went one and six. They got one game out of that four game set from Cleveland. Just not their season. Uh, 26 and 65. Consider this. We all knew Oakland was going to be bad. That's something that we saw coming. Kansas City wasn't supposed to be this bad. Kansas City wasn't supposed to be hanging out here with one more win than the Oakland Athletics. And that's where they're at right now. And I talked about it last night during our live stream for the MLB draft that Oakland is at a point where they have had one, we'll call it now, two waves of prospects that have come along. Think, think about the pitchers, Lynch and Kowar and Bubich. Think about and Springer. And, and Springer's been up and down. You have the bats with Melendez and Witt and Isbell. And uh, they missed on so many of those players that this is what happens when you miss this badly because they find themselves going nowhere with a wave of prospects here. Look at what's happening in Cincinnati. Look at what's happening in Baltimore. They're getting a wave of prospects, and they are playing some of the best baseball we're seeing across the sport. Kansas City has had their wave come along, and it's nothing. Good call, Singer, not Springer. Thank you, Chris. 
So Kansas City is going to be in at number 29. Again, a bad season. You're just considering who will they trade. They traded Chapman. They said they were only going to trade Chapman if they could sell off, along with it, some of their contracts, some salary. They wanted to shed salary with that, and they didn't. They did not. They wanted to. Obviously, if you're going to do that, you're going to take a hit with the type of return that you get. So they ultimately decided to only sell or trade off Aroldis Chapman, this now being about a week and a half ago. So Kansas City's in at number 29. Number 28, it's the Colorado Rockies, and they've been here for a couple weeks now. 28th last week, they'll remain 28th this week. Lost a two-game set to the Astros, lost both games, and then dropped two out of three to San Francisco altogether, one and four on the week. 13 runs is the fewest number of runs all week the last seven days fewest in all of baseball now cj crone is back he was back back on june 27th was his first game hit his first home run this past week cj crone is one of those players that we're keeping an eye on with the trade deadline so the colorado rockies 28 last week 28 this week let's get to the number 27 spot and another team staying right where they were last week the washington nationals the nats swept by the reds but then bounced back and sort of surprised everybody, taking two out of three from the Texas Rangers. So altogether, a two and five week for the Nats. They're now 36 and 54 on the season. Have played a tough schedule. The fifth toughest schedule played this year belongs to the Washington Nationals. And there, you would think that they would be down there with Oakland and Kansas City. But Washington's been tough. They have a couple of nice bright spots. Thomas, Manessis. Uh, Gore, Gray, there's some good things happening in Washington. We know with all the prospects they got from San Diego, there's some good prospects on the way too. So the Nats, Joey Manessis with four home runs over the last week. Last three games, uh, each of the last three games, a home run. So he's up to six. Had not seen much power from Manessis until this past week. The Nats in at 27. Dropping two spots. The Chicago White Sox. Not Cleveland. The White Sox are going to fall to the number 26 spot. We had them at the number 24 spot last week. The White Sox swept by the Blue Jays, then dropped two out of three to the Cardinals. You've got this past week. Lynn with a good start against Toronto. Did not matter. They still lost that game. Giolito, two starts where he did not allow more than two runs, but they just did not get enough hitting Luis Robert did go deep again over the weekend. He's up to 26, which is third most, but there's there's not enough hitting from the rest of the team. The White Sox dropping back to the number 26 spot. They were 24th last week. Next, it is, and keep those likes coming. We are at 44 right now. Again, as soon as we get to 100, we will have a poll that will adjust based on your voting how the next three teams fall. I do have some planned polls, as always, but that's not going to be for a few more teams here. Uh, Kyle, what's going on here? Welcome in. Hope you're doing well. Happy All-Star break to you as well, Kyle, and everybody in the chat. Number 25, we are going to move to, and these guys are going to stay right where they were last week, uh, the St. Louis Cardinals. They were in at 25 last week. They're back at 25 this week, a three and four week. After dropping three out of four to Miami, bounced back, took two out of three from the Chicago White Sox. 
Cardinals fans have to be excited about the latest Wilson Contreras run. 11 out of 17 over the last week with two home runs. Four of his last five games have been multi-hit games. So you had a nice little Contreras run there. That's the problem with Contreras. He'll give you those runs, and then he'll go right back into the tank. Arenado with a good week. Nine for 26, three home runs. Flaherty, six and two-thirds scoreless at Miami. And don't think that there were not executives eyeing that game. Miami, one of the top 10 teams in our power rankings, easily a top 10 team in all of baseball. You send Jack Flaherty out there. These starts by Flaherty and Lynn are very interesting because that is what is going to give them trade value when teams like Arizona and Baltimore are looking to bolster their rotations. Cincinnati, when they're looking to bolster their rotations, having these starts by Flaherty and Lynn. Now, they're, they're both they're, both of those pitchers are going to give you poor starts as well. But when they can come up big, when Lynn comes up big against Toronto, when Lynn comes up big against Seattle, and you're the Orioles, or you're the Rangers or Angels, or the Astros, and you're looking at, well, look at what Lynn did to Seattle. Look at what Lynn did to Toronto. Maybe we're interested in having that when we face Toronto or when we face Seattle. So that is something that is interesting. And again, same thing with, with Flaherty and his start against Miami. So we'll watch all that. Anyway, Cardinals in at 25. Number 24 in our power rankings. Keep hitting that like, everybody. We are at 71. That was a big jump. 29 away from a pop-up poll to decide the next three teams. We have not gotten to a couple of very interesting teams. So the quicker those likes come in, the quicker, say, the quicker, the, the quicker those likes come in, the more of a say you'll have over the Mets and the Padres and some of those uh, interesting teams that are sort of here in the back half still. So the Cardinals end at 25, number 24. We have the Detroit Tigers. I'm moving them back one spot. I know. I'm moving them back one spot because I think there is a team that belongs, that deserves to climb up a few more spots. So Detroit is going to take a hit for that. But the Detroit Tigers over the last week, three and four. I'm sorry. That's wrong. One and five. Three and four was the score yesterday. One and five on the week. So they dropped back one spot. They're now 39 and 50 overall. Swept by Oakland. They got the one game, the no-hitter against the Toronto Blue Jays, the combined no-no with Manning and a few other bullpen guys. I think there were some Blue Jay fans. There were some other fans around the sport ready to fire off all of the alarms with the no-hitter. I'll say this. This is the only thing I'm going to say about that no-hitter as a Blue Jay fan. I would rather get no hit in July than no hit in October. That's all I'll say about that. So the Detroit Tigers with a 1-5 in five week, the only win was the no-no. We're going to move them back one spot to 24. We'll be back from 23 last week. Next up, the Pittsburgh Pirates. Sing a sad song for Pittsburgh right now. Because it's just another disappointing week. Andrew McCutcheon to the IL this past week. They did get Brian Reynolds back. They did get G-Man Choi back. Choi's been out forever. They got him back over the weekend. They got Reynolds back at the beginning of the week. Actually, Reynolds was back on the second. So I guess that would have been last Sunday. But McCutcheon to the IL, that stings. 
Nick Gonzalez. I, I love that Pittsburgh decided, Henry Davis, come on up. Nick Gonzalez, you right behind him. Nick Gonzalez, 9 for 27 over the last week. He is hitting, but not enough of the Pirates are hitting with him. Pirates with 379 runs scored is 25th in all of baseball. It's just not enough. There has not been enough hitting. When they get the hitting, they have been difficult. They have been tough to play. But they go on these stretches where weeks will go by or a week will go by where they score the fewest runs. Pittsburgh, a two and five week. They got one out of four from LA. They got one out of two or one out of three from Arizona. They're 41 and 49. And they fall from the number 20 spot to the number 23 spot, which is a three spot drop, which is enough to give them a red arrow, the red arrow of doom. And Dulcimeris, exactly. Key Brian is also on the IL. So not good right now for Pittsburgh. We will hope for maybe a strong start to the second half there in Pittsburgh. We hope O'Neill Cruz Jr. can get back sooner rather than later. Paul C., thank you for the donation. That will play. But also, do we think Kodai Sanger should be an all-star? I think you can make the case for him to be an all-star. I'm not going to, you know, throw a fit. He's not. Uh, but I think you can make a case. I think you can make a case for a lot. A lot of pitchers. Kodai Senga has been the best pitcher on the Mets throughout the entire season. You, I, I, I would have had no problem with him being on uh, on the All Star team. Kodai Senga should be an All Star for sure. Uh, Farrell Frank, yeah, Choi just came back over the weekend. Hit a home run yesterday. Hit a home run in his return yesterday, and Pirates won that game. Pirates won that game four to two. It was the only game they got from Arizona. So there we are with the number 23 spot. We are 10 likes away from a pop-up poll. And interestingly enough, we are getting to the point where I have, mm, I think you guys you guys might have some interest in, in getting that like count up. We are five away because the next three teams, that's how this works. Once we get to 100, you are voting on the next three teams. The next three teams are the Pirate, um, the Pirates, we just did the Pirates, the Mets, the Padres, and the, where's the other team? Cubs. Those are the next three teams. If we get over 100, we're only three likes away, you will vote inside. I'll give you a second. I'll give you a second because I know there, there, there's a few second lag here. We're two away. Paul C. He was named. I don't see it. Yeah. Was he named? Did I miss that? I must have missed that. There's been a lot going on here at the, uh, the old Riley compound. I think I missed that one, huh? I know that they have uh, a, a ton of replacements. Two days ago, Kodai Singer. There you go. Thank you for that. Two days ago. It's been a wild day. Coming back from vacation, traveling on that day two days ago. So I kind of lost a few things. I'm fine with him being an all-star. Uh, we are over the 100 like count, so I appreciate that. Let's get a poll together for those of you here live. Let's get the poll together. And how this works is the we, we rank them in order of how the votes come in. So the team with the most votes is going to get the number 20 spot. The team with the fewest votes will get the 22 spot. So the question is going to be which team is the better of these three 
right now. Padres, we'll talk about these teams in just a moment. The Padres, the Mets, and the Cubs. While you guys are getting your voting in, the Cubs went 4-3 and three this week. They split a four-game set at Milwaukee, and then they took two out of three from the Yankees. Cubs are all together 42-47. and 47. By the way, Mark Stroman has not been the same since London. Left his start with a blister. Uh, last few times out, not good. At Milwaukee, recently five innings, four hits, four walks, four runs. We have been seeing the best stretch of Marcus Stroman's career, and he's cooled off a little bit. Speaking of best stretches, Cody Bellinger with a hot week. 12 for 26, two home runs, six RBI. Now nine home runs on the year with a 298 batting and an 846 OPS. And the trade talk has already started to creep up. Suzuki also with a good week. Nine for 23 for the Cubs. The Mets, four and two this week. They swept Arizona in Arizona. That was a good look for the New York Mets to go into Arizona winning eight to five. They won a close one, two to one, and then they won nine to nothing at Arizona. Good look by the Mets. The problem is they could not keep it going against the Padres in San Diego. They took the first game, so they had a four-game winning streak. And then San Diego's pitching shut them down. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And ultimately, San Diego took the two games. And speaking of San Diego, the Padres 5-1 over the last week. They swept the Angels, and they took two out of three against the Mets. The Padres are now 43-47. and 47. Maybe some life now as they try to consider. You've got two massive trade chips if you want, if you want to turn them in with Josh Hader and Blake Snell. Both are going to be free agents at the end of the season. Massive trade chips if you're not going to go for it. Those are two pieces that could bring you back something. If you want to hold on to Juan Soto, if you wanted to hold on to Juan Soto for another year, you got one more year with Juan Soto, do you trade him and try to get some assets back from the prospect capital you spent on him a year ago, or do you hold on to him and you deal the players that are most certainly going to be free agents anyway? That being Snell and Hayter and get some pieces back. I'm sure you could get a nice return for Hayter. You get a nice return for Blake Snell. Blake Snell would automatically be with Strowman's struggles, with Bieber struggling his last couple times out. And we don't really know if Bieber's going to be traded. Snell would probably be the top pitching trade, the, the, the top trade bait out there. Unless Ota- unless the Angels say we are going to trade Otani. 
Blake Snell would right there be at the right there at the top. So we had the Padres 43 and 47. Last week the Padres were 22nd, the Cubs were 21, and the Mets were 26. Let me take a look at your poll. You have the Padres, then the Cubs, then the Mets. It's tight between the Padres and the Cubs. The Mets at this point at 22. Even with it looks like we're going to have the Mets come in last in this poll. They're still moving up four spots from 26 to 22 on our power rankings, which is enough reason to give them the green arrow of hope and promise. As they look, maybe they're going in the right direction. Maybe. See how they come out of the All-Star break. Six games below 500 for the Mets, though. They will be number 22. The Cubs look like they are going to get the number 21 spot, which is where they were last week. The Cubs are here with 38% of the vote. And the San Diego Padres, you have jumping up to the number 20 spot on our power rankings. I like it. And I'll be honest with you, that is exactly what I had on my side of things. My notes, my prep, that is exactly where I went as well. So we go Padres, 46%. We'll get the number 20 spot. Cubs, 38%. Get the number 21 spot. And the Mets, with 16% of the vote, get the number 22 spot. So the Cubs stay put. The Padres move up from 22 to 20. The Mets move up from 26 to 22. Again, maybe this is momentum that they're headed in the right direction. Now, the rules state that the Padres don't get the green arrow because they did not move three spots but it does feel like there's just something good going on there. We're going to hold off on the Green Arrow this week, but they could be jumping up and earning that next week. Well, next week we're only going to have a weekend set. Let's see how it all plays out. So we got the Padres in at number 20. Thank you all for hitting the like. We are at 110 likes. That is 30 through 20. We're going to move into the teens And we are going to be moving a team back. One spot. It's not a significant drop, but the Minnesota Twins, I just don't understand how the Minnesota Twins are not. This is your division, guys. Uh, Cleveland's caught you. You go into the All-Star break, second place, half game back in the division. They swept Kansas City, good, but then they were swept by the Orioles, bad. So altogether, a 3-3 three and three week. This team, the pitching, has been so good. This offense has been very disappointing. Over the last week, Donovan Solano was your best hitter. That's not me trying to knock Donovan Solano. Donovan Solano is a good hitter. But when you have Carlos Correa, Byron Buxton, and others, you've got to be getting more. There's so many good things happening with their pitching. And so many things not happening with the bats. Minnesota's got to get it together. They're in at number 19. I have a feeling that if Minnesota does make a trade at the deadline, it will be for a bat. The only problem is, in my opinion, right now, from what we know, there's really no impact bat. Maybe Cody Bellinger is the one you could argue is the impact bat. But 
outside of him, they're really, there's Ramon Laureano, there's Jerks and Profar, there's maybe C.J. Crone. There's really no impact bat there for Minnesota to go and grab and jumpstart that offense. Number 18. Number 18. Here's a team going in the wrong direction. Angels. And the Angels are close to completely spinning off and, and falling out of falling out of orbit here. Dropping to the number 18 spot. We had them at 15 last week. It's a three-spot drop. They were swept by the Padres. They only played two against the Dodgers. They lost both of them, so they did not win a game. They got bad news with Mike Trout going to the IL. Needed surgery. Timeline for his return. Looks like it's going to be four to eight weeks. You've got a Otani situation where 32 home runs. This is the best we've ever seen Shohei Otani hit. He's got a 302 batting average. He got 32 home runs. But the pitching outside of Otani is not good. Over the last week, a, the team the team posted a 9.68 ERA over the last week. That's awful. I understand it's only five games, so that number's skewed, but that's the worst in baseball. So you've got an Angels situation where they now enter the All-Star break in fourth place, 45-46, and 46, just lost everything. Trout's not going to be back before the deadline. I mean, what, is Joe Adele going to come and save the day? I don't think so. So if you're the Angels, you're in fourth place. You see, Seattle is starting to make some moves, finally win some games, get some things done, and start moving up. You see the Astros. Yes, they look vulnerable, but they're not that vulnerable to where you're going to catch them. And the same thing with the Rangers. Rangers with a soft week in terms of how they performed. That's they're not. You're not going to catch Texas. If you don't see yourself catching Texas, you have to consider selling what you can sell. Do you sell Shohei Otani is the question. Because if you can't see yourself catching Texas, then you might as well kiss a wild card spot goodbye because the American League East might grab them all. American League East might grab all the wild card spots. And if that happens, you're you're done. So bad stuff by the Angels here. Falling to the number 18 spot. Falling below 545 and 46 You can't get swept by San Diego. Bottom line. With this with the problem San Diego's had this year, Mike Trout or no Mike Trout, you cannot get swept by San Diego. So the Padre the Angels are in bad shape, falling to number 18. And now <laughs> all eyes will be on this team and the potential to see them deal off pieces. So those are my thoughts on the Angels. Next up, and we are going to get to a vote in a about four spots, three or four spots. We're going to have our next vote, guys. Keep hitting that like. If we can get to 200 likes, I will give out a, a random, at random, a membership to the channel for free. Uh, let's adjust the like goal to 200. For those of you listening on the podcast, you're wondering, what is this? What is he talking about? It will become second nature. So if we can get to 200, we will be giving away a free membership on the channel. All right, let's dig into the next team. The Angels in at 18, falling back three spots. The number 17 team. I'm going to leave this team right where they were last week. The Cleveland Guardians. I'm going to hold them at 17. They are 
the AL Central leaders at 45 and 45. They dropped two out of three to the Braves. They took three out of four from Kansas City. That's what you got to do. Four and three overall on the week. Same story. Just cannot score runs. Good weeks from Rosario and Naylor, though. Offensively, Shane Bieber, two subpar starts his last two times out against Atlanta and against Kansas City. Gets Kansas City nine hits, four runs allowed against the Royals the week or the start before. Six hits, five walks against Atlanta. Did not walk anybody against KC, but these Bieber starts are interesting to watch as we consider and, 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 and ponder, will Shane Bieber be dealt? Keep hitting that like, everybody. We are 134. 200 is the goal for a free membership. So there is Cleveland holding at the number 17 spot, 45 and 45. Number 16, moving up from the number 19 spot, the Seattle Mariners. Seattle, two out of four from San Francisco. A huge series in Houston. Three out of four they walked away with. So altogether a five and two. They are 45 and 44. And they start to enter this realm that we've been talking about. I've been talking about for weeks. This 16 to 7 spot. Those 10 spots in the power rankings where Seattle comes out and puts together a five-game winning streak. They could jump from number 16 to number 9. That's how tight it is between 16 and that 7 spot. So they're getting close to maybe making a leap. They're above 545 and 44. They have to feel good about crossing that threshold heading into the All-Star break. They've got more work to do because like we said with the Angels, you may need to win the division to actually make the playoffs. Seattle has to think about, can we catch the Rangers? We just took three out of four from Houston. That was huge. Got to get the Rangers. Amazing pitching by the over the last week, by the way, from the Mariners. The best pitching in all of baseball over the last week. Lowest team ERA, 148. Gilbert looked great at San Francisco. Shut down Houston on Sunday as well. Things may be turning around for Seattle. Let's get to the number 15 team. We're halfway through our power rankings here. We've got the Mariners in at 16. The Mariners moving up will get the green arrow of hope and prosperity and future good things to come. Mariners in at 16. Number 15. I'm only moving this team up one spot. And it's really not a knock on the week that they had because they had a good week. They had a great week. Now, they finished the weekend against a, you know, the softest opponent that's out there right now. But and they've got the toughest strength of schedule played. So, with this team, you could argue that they should have a bigger jump, but when we look at the teams ahead of them, right now there was really only room for them to move up one spot. Boston. The Red Sox over the last week, they took two out of three from the Rangers. Then they swept the Oakland Athletics. Five in one week for the Boston Red Sox. 48-43 and 43 on the season, which is good enough for last place. In the Central, that would be a 
three-game lead in the division, but they are in last place in the American League East. I've been saying it all season long that the AL East could all finish above 500. All of the wild card spots could go to the American League East teams, leaving the Mariners, the Angels, the Astros out in the cold. Teams two, two and three in the West out in the cold. So the Red Sox, some momentum certainly over the last week. Yoshida was killing it. Yoshida, 10 for 22 with a home run over the last week. He's now slashing 316, 382, and 492. He That was a great signing by them. You know what else was a great signing? That Justin Turner deal is looking pretty good right now, too. Justin Turner with another good week. They got some good performances from Duran, Arroyo, and Wong stepped up over the last week, too. Toughest strength of schedule, like we talked about. Number one strength of schedule for the Boston Red Sox. They're in at number 15. Number 14. And after this, we're two teams away from the next vote. Two away from the next vote. All right. Let's go here to this. Keep hitting that like, everybody. That's strange. I don't get that. Um, Interesting. Number 14. My mods that are out there. Mods or members. If you see... Only you guys, only the mods, only the members. If you see a lag, I need you to need you to let me know. I'm trying to watch the quality of the stream, um, and I just need to know if there's a lag. So make sure to give me a, give me an indication if you're seeing a lag. Again, only mods, only members. Uh, number fourteen. I've got the Milwaukee Brewers. Brewers were 13 last week, 14 this week. Let's put the Brewers in the conversation box first. The Milwaukee Brewers are now 49 and 42. They split with the Cubs, a four-game set, and they took two out of three from the Cincinnati Reds. So altogether, a four-and-three week for the Milwaukee Brewers. Willie Adamas crushed it. Nine out of 24 with four home runs, 11 RBI, and 1,100 OPS over the last week, which he needs more weeks like that because on the season, his OPS is 710. This after the big week. 213 batting average, 16 home runs on the season. So good stuff from Willie Adamas. Good stuff from that Brewers offense. A good week. We've got him in at number 14, which is where we had him last week. Number 13, it's the Yankees. And I'm going to give you a a quick pop-up poll because I'm going to give you the opportunity here because I might change that. I might swap that. Here comes the poll to those of you with us live. Which team is better? Yankees or Brewers? Because I think I'm almost, I'm wondering if we need to flip-flop 13 and 14. They have the same record, 49 and 42. The Brewers had the better week, four and three. The Yankees went three and four. The Yankees split with the Orioles. <laughs> How dare you allow Aaron Hicks to hit a home run in your cathedral, New York Yankees? How dare you allow that? Hicks went deep against his old team, and they dropped two out of three to the Cubs. Not a good look. I had the Yankees dropping from 12 to 13, but maybe they need to drop from 12 to 14. I cannot put them back behind the Red Sox, but I could put them behind the Brewers if you think that is what we need to do. 
I'm with you on that. Keep hitting that like, everybody, at 143. Let's see if we can get, can we get over 150? If you, again, there is a free membership out there for you. Yankees in at number 14 because of this vote is looking strong for the Milwaukee Brewers right now with 100 votes in, 69% are voting for the Brewers, which puts the Yankees at the number 14 spot, the Brewers at the 13th spot. Listen, it was a bad week, but it wasn't the worst week. Let's just put it that way. Three and four week, that's going to drop you back a couple spots. They fired their hitting coach, Dylan Lawson, this week. That is interesting news. We're at the point of the season where heads are going to roll for poor performance. I don't know if we have any managers that are on the way out, but uh, if the Cardinals were going to fire Marmel, they would have already done it. I don't think we're going to have any managers get the boot. Bucks locked in. Nothing's going to happen in San Diego. That's it. That that's those those are really your your prime suspects. But you can see like what the Yankees have done with their hitting coach. You can see a hitting coach. You can see a pitching coach. You can see somebody like that take the axe. And for the Yankees, they decided it was Dylan Lawson. This team, it's the same problem that it was last year. Their batting average is 231. Your back talk, you're, the company you're keeping at that point is Oakland and Kansas City and, and Colorado. You can't be in that spot. You need to be performing much better than that. They're, they're, they're telling the rest of the team, they're telling anybody that comes in, every, everybody that's coaching these guys up, that this is not acceptable. So they are going to send Dylan Lawson packing. He was the hitting coach last year. Again, this team struggled last year. So in a similar situation, slugging, the team is 13th. They can hit home runs. But Aaron Judge is out now. They are exposed in the batting average area. And that is also extending itself to the on-base percentage. They're 26. This team's not going to win a World Series. The New York Yankees are not going to win a World Series. We should have this down here so people know we're talking about the Yankees. If you're a Yankee fan, you probably hate this team. You hate this roster. You like a couple of guys. You like Judge. You like Cole. You finally got Carlos Rodon back. That was great news. But this team, three and four this week, you got to take two out of three from the Cubs. You cannot lose. You cannot lose that series at home. Against the Orioles, look, the Orioles have passed you. That's just what it is. The Orioles have passed you. So you have a Yankees team that does not have the World Series in shot. This team does not. Got to get Aaron Judge back. You have to make some really smart moves at the trade deadline if you want to be considered a World Series contender because they're just not it. Altogether on our vote, final vote, Update, Brewers 66%, Yankees 34%. So that puts the Brewers into that number 13 spot. And the Yankees are in at 14. So now we are going to get to part of the program where I'm going to let you vote. And how we're going to do the vote, I'm going to give you the opportunity to decide on the top 10. Something that we have done Pretty regularly at this point, and I'm going to let you choose. Do we do we do it this way? I'm thinking this over here. Are we going to go? 
That's a five and one week. That's a five and one week. That's a four and two week. This is so. Here's what I'm going to tell you is interesting before we get into the poll. These next teams that we're talking about, you can see them, those watching uh, live, you can see teams that we're going to be getting into. We've got some teams that deserve to move up. And the teams that deserve to pay the tax and fall backwards were, te- were the teams that we had at, at five and six last week. Now, again, it's tight. It's tight, but is is that the, those weeks that those two teams had really weren't that bad? So you have a very interesting conversation with the Blue Jays. Blue Jays went five and one. The Dodgers went five and one. The Phillies went four and two. We had the Blue Jays at fourteen last week. Dodgers eleven. Phillies ten. They should all move up, right? Well, here's the thing: the Astros went four and three. Astros lost that series against Seattle. That's a bad look, but they took out Texas. They they swept a little two-game set against the Rockies. So it wasn't wasn't a bad week for Houston. Is that enough for them to to drop out of the top 10? The Reds swept the Nats, but then dropped two out of three of the Brewers, but still a five and two week for the Reds. You got to think the Reds are moving up. The Giants, three and three, took two out of three from Colorado. Dropped two out of three to the Seattle Mariners. One of those losses was a one-run loss. So that was a close series. Did the Giants fall? This is an interesting spot. So we're going to get into this. We're going we're gonna to dissect it. We're going to figure this out. And I'm going to give you the opportunity to take... I'm going to put four teams on the board for you to vote for. And you are going to decide the two teams that will make it into the top ten. The four teams that we are going to be voting on, the Toronto Blue Jays, they were 14 last week. At worst, they'll be 12. The LA Dodgers, they were 11 last week. Should they move up? Jump up to that number nine spot. The Philadelphia Phillies, they were 10th last week. Philadelphia Phillies, yeah, they dropped two out of three at Miami, but they swept Tampa in Tampa. That doesn't happen. And the Houston Astros. The Houston Astros. A four and three week when it was all said and done. It finished poorly with that series against Seattle. But prior to that, the Rangers series, the Rockies series was looking good. So the vote is going to be around these four teams. And who do you think is the best team? Which team is the best team? Of these four, Jays, Dodgers, Phillies, Astros. I think I know how this is going to go, but I'm going to I'm going to wait and see. Let's talk about the teams while you guys are voting. The Blue Jays again; they were 14th last week. They went five and one over the week. They swept the White Sox. In Chicago, they took two out of three from the Tigers in Detroit. They bounced back after getting no hit. Looked like they were going to lose the series until Danny Jansen went deep with two outs in the ninth to tie the game. And then the Blue Jays won it in the tenth. So Toronto bounced back to a five and one line for the week. The Dodgers went five and one for the week as well, taking three out of four from the Pirates and then taking both games against the Angels. They're now 51 and 38. The Blue Jays are 50 and 41. The Philadelphia Phillies, 4-2 and two on the week. They swept Tampa in Tampa. See, Ewell Carter, I kind of I kind of agree with you on that. 
I kind of do. So once we, let's see how these, this vote plays out because we may need to, and we've done this before, work on some things. This, this, the, the power rankings are not final. They're not official. They're not printed and sent off to the league office in New York until we end the stream. So just because the Dodgers are here and we're talking about them being at number nine doesn't mean that's where they're going to finish. So we've got the Phillies, again, sweeping Tampa, dropping two out of three in Miami, kind of putting a sour note on the week. And bad news, Alvarado on the IL again with an elbow injury. I got to think that that could increase a trade likelihood for the Philadelphia Phillies. Uh, The Dodgers, by the way, adding this in, 19 home runs over the last week for the Dodgers. That was the most. Mookie Betts with four more home runs. He's got 26, which is tied for third most. 26, his career high was 35 last year. You have to think that Mookie Betts is going to set a new career high in home runs. Freeman with three, Muncie with three, J.D. with three. He's up to 22. Last year, J.D. Martinez had 16. He's enjoying being a Dodger. Uh, And the last team that we're voting on here, it's the Houston Astros. The Astros, four and three on the week. Took the final game of the series against Texas last Monday, then took two from Colorado and dropped three out of four against Seattle, which was a bad, bad look. Not good by the Houston Astros. Still a team that could do it. Corey Jolks had a really good week this week, but you need Jordan Alvarez back. There's some good performances you're getting from the pitching, but is it enough? You need more. So here we are with our voting. Let's update the poll right now. The Dodgers have 52% of the vote, which would put them in at the number nine spot. I don't think that's going to change. That is a runaway at 52% of the vote. So we're going to put the Dodgers at nine. Keep in mind that may change. The Phillies are looking strong, 20%, 21% of the vote to take the number 10 spot. That looks good. Then we have a close vote going on between the Astros and the Blue Jays. I believe that what it should be is the Astros at 11 and the Blue Jays at 12. That is what it's that is what we are seeing on the poll right now, 50% Astros, 30% Blue Jays. So that is how we are going to end it. So the Dodgers take the 9 spot, the Phillies the 10, the Astros the 11 and the Blue Jays the 12 based on your voting. Blue Jays move up two spots. The Astros, when it's all said and done, drop three from eight to 11. The Phillies stay right where they were last week. The Phillies were poised to move up. Any Philadelphia Phillies fans, the, the Phillies were there. The opportunity was, was right there in front of them, but that Miami series set them back. And then the Dodgers move up. So we're going to see... We're going to see here now if we need to make any other changes. Let's 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 put a couple teams on the board here. See what we need to do. Uh, next up, this one I think. See, this is where it gets interesting, and this is where you. This is where we're going to throw the hands up in the air. Uh, next up at number eight, falling from the number six spot, I'm going to go the San Francisco Giants. The Giants over the last week, a three and three week, they dropped two out of three to Seattle. They took two out of three from the Colorado Rockies. They're 49 and 41. They are right behind the Dodgers when it comes to the record, the standings, all that. Right on their tail, in at third. Let's go with the Giants in at number eight. 
three and three this week, 49 and 41. Let's see here. Number seven. Now, I've got the Reds going from nine up to number seven. The Reds are 50 and 41. They swept Washington. Bad look, dropping two out of three to the Brewers, but a five and two week overall. I like the Cincinnati Reds. Ellie De La Cruz over the last week, absolutely insane. 14 out of 30. That 14 hits the most hits in baseball over the last week. Uh, home run, 7 out of 8 on the bases, stealing. That's the most steals in baseball. Oh, the most hits, the most steals for Ellie De La Cruz. Joey Votto had a great week as well. 9 for 22, 4 home runs. Good stuff happening in Cincinnati. I've got them at number 8. Now, here's what I am going to do. I think this is solid. I think this needs to happen. I think I know exactly where your guys' heads would be on this anyway. Let's move San Fran. These two need to flip-flop. I want to put the Dodgers in at 8. The Dodgers also going from 11 to 8 is enough for that. But I cannot cannot put them ahead of the Cincinnati Reds. It is a one-win difference between the two. But I'm going to go Dodgers 8, Giants 9. It is tight between the Phillies and the Giants. Phillies are 48 and 41. The Giants are 49 and 41. I can't, I can't put Philly in front of San Francisco just yet. But that's close. That's close. Big Hurt is close. It really is. Um, I think so. Dulcimer, yeah, Joey Votto has been on fire since he came back. So there's 12 through 7. Blue Jays, Astros, Phillies, Giants, Dodgers, and Reds. And the Giants are one of those teams that got to get it together because it's really close. Really close here. Jared, you like the you like it? I don't, I don't, I, I think this is where it needs to go. All around AC, as a Phillies fan, don't do it. Going to leave the Phillies at 10. The Giants are 9 right now. And that could change. The Giants, with a 3-3 three and three week, dropped from 6 to 9. 3-3 three three week. So there we go. Next, let's move into the number 6 spot. And this team is really holding on based on our anchor positions, where you were last week. The number five spot was one of those spots that really kept you away from that seven to 15, you know, mishmash of teams and how tight it is between those teams. I've got... The Diamondbacks dropping one spot from five to six. Diamondbacks 52 and 39. They were swept by the Mets. They bounced back. They took two out of three from the Pittsburgh Pirates. They're still a top 10 team offensively with any of the categories that you want to go look up. Pitching is where they need to make their moves. This trade deadline. Gallon with another great start. But you need more than Gallon and Kelly. And the occasional step-up start from one of the other guys. So they have to improve their pitching. Uh, Chris, it is the green arrow of hope. Promise. 
uh, other other words along those lines. That's that's what the green arrow is. The green arrow is is the is the the arrow of of hope and and promise and all things positive. So number six, I've got the Diamondbacks, but they are one one more drop away. Fifty two wins is of all the teams we talked about the most at this point. The Dodgers are fifty one. The Diamondbacks are fifty two. So I want to have. The Diamondbacks here holding on to this number six spot, the last, the last spot in the column, but it's it's trouble. This next one's interesting. I'm gonna let you choose. I'm gonna give it to you guys. I'm gonna give you this one. So let's go here. The two teams that we're gonna be voting on right now, it's the Marlins and the Rangers. The Marlins had a good week. The Rangers had a bad week. The Marlins are now 53 and 39. The Rangers are 52 and 39. Yeah, that's right. The Marlins have a better record than the Rangers. The Marlins 5 and 2 this week. The Rangers 2 and 5. Which team is better? Who do you like? Which team is better? The Rangers or the Marlins? I'm going to let you choose between four and five here. The Marlins took three out of four from St. Louis, took two out of three from Philadelphia. The Rangers lost the final game of their set against Houston, then dropped two out of three at Boston, and then dropped two out of three at Washington for good measure as they just decided to torpedo the week. Still one of the top scoring offenses in baseball. Josh Young might be the AL Rookie of the Year. Seager's been amazing. Garcia with three more home runs this week. This team defensively is one of the best in baseball as well. Number one in defensive runs saved this year, 43. So there's a lot to like about this Rangers team, just not lately. And the pitching over the last week was poor. Second highest, second highest team ERA at 6-4-1. That's not going to get it done. They've got to do that better. That's for sure. While you guys are voting, I want to remind you that today's stream is brought to you by one of our sponsors is me and my new podcast, The Barreled Up Podcast. I have a QR code for those of you that maybe are watching on your tablet or your computer. If your phone is free, you can hover over and Activate the QR code to take yourself to the new podcast. Check that out. You'll find this in audio format. You'll find more content. There are a couple of interviews I have lined up this week with Scout Girl Report and Hum Baby Baseball. Uh, Eric, we're going to be talking Giants and NL West uh, with 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 Andrea from Scout Girl Report. We'll be talking the first half. We'll be talking about the All-Star Game. So check that out on the Barreled Up Podcast. And if you are using your phone to watch this, then there is a link in the description below. So Barreled Up, come get Barreled Up with me on the podcast. So voting is looking like, and this is tight and I'm not surprised, Marlins have the slight edge over the Rangers right now. The Marlins, 53%. The Rangers at 47%. Al Stinger, I 
I kind of agree with you. But this is right now. This is where we are right now. The Rangers at five. The Marlins at four. After the voting. 54% Marlins. 46% Rangers is our voting. And let's be clear. One of the reasons why we're seeing this type of activity. Why we're not seeing the Reds. Why we're not seeing the Rangers or Diamondbacks fall out. Is there has been a wedge gap between this column and the previous column, the six and the seven. And actually, I think we need to identify this better here by doing this. There is essentially been the top six have been sheltered is what's been happening. And now we're going to get to a point where the Reds, the Dodgers are starting to make moves and the Diamondbacks better get it together. And the Texas Rangers, same thing. Miami, One bad week away, we're starting to see that narrow. And we'll see how that sort of plays out as we go. I do think the Dodgers, Dodgers are probably the team that when we get back together next week, I could see them, I could see the Dodgers in the top four next week. If they continue playing the way they're playing, they have all of the momentum in the world right now. Moving up this list again, going from 11 to 8. Sometimes it takes two weeks for this thing to work itself out. They need to go from 11 to 8 this week to get to 4 next week. It's the path that takes them to the top 5. Dodgers, Dodgers, it's right there for them. Especially if Arizona and Texas do the same thing next week. If Miami has a light week. So there's the top 4. And the poll is all done. Now the number 3 spot. I think I know how you're going to vote, but I'm going to give you the opportunity to vote this. The number one, we know. The number one is determined. We can celebrate that number one team in a minute. So we have to have a conversation about the two and three team. It's the Orioles that we'll be talking about, and it's the Rays. The Orioles and the Rays. Which team is the better team? You've got Baltimore. You've got Tampa. Tampa, all season, clearly, has been the better team. That's clear. There's no no disillusions there. I'm also going to put the QR code down at the bottom if you want to go and have access to the Barreled Up podcast. Let's add that in for those of you that are maybe interested in finding that, didn't have a chance to grab it. There's the QR code in the podcast. So you've got a, and again, our stream today is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. So we've got that right there. So we've got a Rays and Orioles situation here. And in a minute, in just a minute, we're going to talk about the Home Run Derby. I am going to, I'm going to get, we're going to put the poll out here for Orioles and Rays in a minute. And while you guys are voting, we're going to talk Home Run Derby in just a minute. Because that is tonight's event. That is what I want. I'm going to have, I'm going to want you guys to comment your Home Run Derby winners. In a moment. So Orioles and Rays. The Orioles 5-2 and two this week. They're calling up everybody. Colton Kowser's here now. You've got Westberg is here now. They're also calling up to double A. Jackson Holiday. So this is a Orioles team with a ton of momentum. Not just on the field. But with the prospects that keep moving up. Keep getting it done. We talked about how Kansas City. They called up their prospects. It hasn't worked. The Cincinnati Reds. They're calling up their prospects. 
good things are happening. The Orioles, good things are happening. Is it enough to get them to the number two spot? The Rays are still the first place team in the American League East, but that is not always the end-all be-all. That certainly gives them more ammunition to your thought process. But the Rays at 58-35, they were swept by the Phillies and they got one against Atlanta. So a one in five week. They were swept at home. That's incredible. That's not that's not something that happens. Good job by Philadelphia getting that done. The Orioles split at New York and then took all three at Minnesota. This Orioles team just needs to get their pitching right. Just needs to get the pitching right. Gunnar Henderson has finally woken up over the last couple of weeks. He's killing the ball. You got Aaron Hicks looking good in an Oriole uniform after looking lost in a Yankee uniform, even going deep against the Yankees in the Bronx. That was big. But this Rays team is struggling. This Rays team, over the last week, third fewest runs, lowest team batting average. Yandy Diaz was the only one hitting over the last week. So which team on our power rankings is the better team? The Orioles have been hanging around in this number three spot the last couple of weeks. So the poll's coming out. Which team is better? Thinking about this from a, again, think about this from a college basketball, college football, top 25 rankings system thought process. That's my pro- That's my thought process when I go into this. Yeah, the number three team may still be the better team, all by the end of the season and 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 when we get to the playoffs. But right now, they're not the better team, so they're number three. Who do you like? Do you like the Orioles? Even though the Rays have four more wins, they have the same number of losses, same number of losses, but the Rays have four more wins. Dram, bam. Thank you for the good words. Thank you for the kind words. There we go. So the Home Run Derby is tonight and one of the games that I enjoyed the most when getting into Underdog Fantasy is their pickups, And that is what we are going to talk about. Again, in the description below, you can find the link to sign up. You use promo code BALLCAP. Double your first deposit up to $100 in bonus cash when you make your first deposit of $10 or more. Deposit $100, get $100 for free. And the games that I enjoy the most are these pick'em games. And we're talking about Home Run Derby and Underdog Fantasy is playing Home Run Derby. You've got an Adley Rutschman first round home runs hit. 18 and a half. More or fewer. I can't see it. I can't see it. Does anybody? Am I crazy? I don't see it. Comment in the chat. I don't see Adley Rutschman hitting more than 18 and a half home runs in the first round. Luis Robert, 18 and a half home run. Adley Rutschman, this I he's strong, but I don't see it. Can I do I see Luis Robert going 18 and a half? I hate to say it, but I don't see that either. I can't see it happening. Now you do see some of the elements do gray out, so you can't. We still we cannot go on Julio Rodriguez twenty three or more, but we can go on longest home run and exit velo. I can see him going harder than one ten. So I've got Adley Rushman lower than eighteen and a half, Luis Robert lower than eighteen and a half. I've got Julio Rodriguez higher than a one ten point five exit velo. Do we think Pete Alonso is going to go? More than 23 home runs, 23 and a half in the first round. I could see that. 
I'll take Pete Alonso to go over. Vladimir Guerrero Jr. I don't see him hitting 24 and a half. I'm going to go lower on Vladdy. Mookie Betts. The first round home runs, 19 and a half. What do you think? What do you think? John, you've got Adley hitting 15. That sounds about right, which would be the lower number. Mookie going 19 and a half in the first round. I don't see it. Max number of picks. So we're, I lost count there. So, but we can still fill it out. Mookie going lower. A Randy Arozarena, 19 and a half. I think that's going to be lower. Garcia, 19 and a half is a number for a lot of these players. I think there's only a couple that will go over that number. I think Pete Alonso could go over that number. Everybody else, I see them being right around 15, 16, 17. Be close. Those are a good number. So you can get into, and this is just for Home Run Derby. You also will see this throughout the season as well with Underdog Fantasy. Again, to get into the action, to play, all you have to do is click the link in the description. Use the promo code BALLCAP to, again, get the deposit doubled with a minimum deposit of $10 up to $100. So let's get back to this and let's get our results we have the Orioles taking the number two spot the Orioles in at number two over the Rays with a 67% vote to a 33% vote oh let's fix that right Orioles in at two Rays in at three the Baltimore Orioles for right now I'm with that This was a bad week for the Tampa Rays. They pay for it. They could be right back in the number two spot next week. But right now, they fall to number three. And the number one team in all of baseball, we had it two weeks ago. This is their third week at number one. We saw it coming. They're on fire. It is scorched earth. They are leaving behind them. Took two out of three at Cleveland, two out of three at Tampa, which is an accomplishment. I know Philly just swept them, but you figured that Tampa was going to bounce back at home. Two out of three at Tampa, so a four in two week. They are the first team to 60 wins. 60 and 29 are the Atlanta Braves. You've got a top three team. With many of these categories, top five, number four, defensive runs saved, third most runs, lowest ERA, second highest batting average, highest slugging percentage. I mean, we're talking about top five stuff at the worst with the Atlanta Braves. Sean Murphy is a man on fire right now. Three home runs over the last week, 17 on the season, a 306 average, a 999 OPS. We're talking about Sean Murphy shattering career highs with what he's doing right now. It has been a fantastic season for Sean Murphy, his first year in Atlanta. It just is making that front office, making that decision look even better. I mean, I'm sorry, Oakland, at this point, you lost that trade. You lost that trade, guys. Sean Murphy's been unbelievable, and he's helping this Atlanta team Ronald Acuna Jr. is just marching towards the NL MVP. You got Max Fried working his way back. There's so much to like if you are the Atlanta Braves. We can end the poll on that as well. So that is going to be our number one team. The Atlanta Braves in at number one 
to close things out here on our power rankings. Now, we will visit a first half, we'll call it first half grades. I'm not sold that that's actually going to be the terminology that I put out on a description or on a thumbnail or anything like that. But we will be visiting first half grades and sort of taking our, you know, instead of the numerical, we'll be going on the letter grade system. Certainly there are going to be some teams that got to face the music. We'll be getting into that later this week. Again, I talked about on the podcast, which you can find the QR code in the bottom right corner underneath the 30 teams. If you have your phone handy, you can click, you can hover above that and activate the QR code or click a link in the description to get to the Apple podcast or the Spotify podcast to come along with me and get barreled up on the Odyssey platform. So we're going to start doing that. Keep an eye out for that. Again, some episodes coming this week and many of these YouTube videos this the youtube content will also find their way onto the podcast so you can if it's easier sometimes to listen and not watch you'll be able to do that so that is going to be john we will certainly be getting into trades no doubt about it cards get an f minus adam 100 i agree with you we will be doing trade content i am going to be traveling to toronto on friday so we may have to push back. I know we had gotten into a good routine of doing the trade value uh, power rankings. We may have to push that back. Last week I was on vacation. I was at the beach. This week, I'm Friday, I'm heading with the boy to Toronto to watch. Uh, we're going to go to a Buffalo Bisons game on Saturday. We're going to go to a Toronto Blue Jays game on Sunday. So I'm going to be on the move again this weekend. It's the summer. This is what we do, right? We, we get on the move. We do family things. We do some fun things. Um, so, hey, listen, if you're, if you're going to be in Toronto at that game, DM me. Maybe we'll uh, we'll meet up. Anyway, that is going to do it for Power Rankings for July 10th. Underdog Fantasy again. Thank you for supporting the stream. Barreled Up is the podcast. Make sure to check that out. You guys enjoy the rest of your Mondays. Sometimes I got to do a check a mental check on what day it is. Enjoy the rest of your Monday, everybody. We'll see you back next week for Power Rankings. Again, stay close to the channel. Stay close to the podcast. We got content coming all week long. Enjoy the rest of your day, everybody, and I'll catch you next time.